So you were just telling us you lost your alpha. Yeah. Brett. Yeah. I'm afraid to. I mean, I could have misplaced it somewhere, I guess. That Probably wouldn't be not. anything new, but. So, was it a 200? Was it a yeah. 200? Yeah. Did you have the inReach hooked up to it? Was it yes, up? I did. How long ago? I think it was Sunday morning. <laughs> So I think that's that's bad. You should call. Why didn't you call, man? You Saturday or Sunday. I didn't know it was lost till this we, morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was telling uh, James, uh, my buddy James. He 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 threw an alpha on the pick a couple times, and he called me. He lost it. Um, you guys I think told we talked about story, story in a podcast. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it was at the the Tweaker House. You don't it? listen to our podcast, Brent. I heard it. I remember it now. <laughs> but like I said, I, you know, and I, I don't know. I, I went everywhere this morning where I was. It had to have been Saturday morning. It wasn't Sunday morning. Well, I, if you lose it again and you know that thing's on, you can log into your Garmin account. And uh, the, the, then what you do is you just ping it. There's a way to make sure that the ping is is open or whatever. And you go on that that system, and you can ping it, and it'll pull that location, and send it back to. You got to get on the map. There's a share map. You know, I, I probably, I think we got this getting explained. We'll put it on the web somewhere. We need to do that. But should shoot a video. On it'll show video. you wherever. I, I remember hearing that on one of the podcasts, but it didn't ring a bell until just. We got another intruder here. We got Bradley with us today. Say hi, Brad. Hi. He's he's a lurker. Hold on a second. I, I got another. We got, what is Buddy doing in there? He's gone crazy with this stuff. <laughs> got my well, see, now there. that we've got the new shop, Buddy records all the podcasts at home now. He's yeah, got that so big got shop just for podcasts. <laughs> A studio. <laughs> yeah, I got the new new equipment. We got Bradley. He, he's he's my guinea pig because we're setting up the equipment so we can do in person and. Um, over the internet, so so I needed a second seat to make sure he sounded okay. He's not a man of many words. Well, he's smiling. You can't see him smile, but no, but he's a heck of a hunter. You gonna tell us a joke, Bradley? You don't have a camera on him. I know. That's the next step. G- give us give us a little bit of time, Brett. We're one at a time. <laughs> so you lost your Alpha Two Hundred. You were were yeah. you out in the woods? Well, yeah, I, you know, I was out. Doing what I do, exercising the dogs, really, is all it amounted to. And I was trying to remember the last time I used it. Because I, I call it cheating. When I pull out the Garmin and I look to see where my dogs are, I say, it's if cheating. you were watching in my video, I say, that's cheating. You know, because I try to just listen. I try to, you know, stay with them. I so try before to... Brett can find his dogs, he's got to find his GPS. It's like a, it's like a two-stage part there, right? You got to get in there and be like, oh, I, I can't find the dogs until I find my GPS. I got to find the GPS first, and then I can find the dogs. That's well, the way it works. Well, no, 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 no. That was just like, but I remember pulling it out. I remember I had a dog that I couldn't hear, and she wasn't with us. And I pulled it out to check to see where she was, and that's where I I went. I drove back to there this morning, yeah. and uh, I couldn't I, I couldn't find it. And well, if it's there anything was, like James, you just need to find your tweet, the local tweaker and, and your local tweaker buy it pick back. it up, <laughs> buy it back. <laughs> imagine I imagine there's not too many tweakers out there where you're hunting. No, no, there was a set of tracks though. I seen a uh, little old two track road that leads out there. I seen another tr- set of tracks going out there. 
And if it, you know, if, cause I got this UTV now and that's what I'm using to exercise the dogs in the morning. And, uh, it, I mean, it's, it's very, very possible that I got sidetracked doing whatever I was doing and I just set it on tailgate and drove off. I mean, oh, I've man. done that, that before. happens more than, more than people want to admit. <clears throat> Have I told you that story, Brett, about me about losing all the Garmin gear? Nuh-uh. <laughs> okay. You you want to hear it? Do we have time, yeah, buddy? I don't want to like derail. Well, it'll make Where me feel better. Derailed? I think like, if I hear somebody else does things like that too. <laughs> so I had Bradley, a buddy come up. Well, but I give Bradley the out when every time Bradley gets you get bored and you're like, okay, I'm done listening to these yahoos, like talk. You could just just peace. Give me the peace sign. And then <laughs> just I'll move just, on. I'll just call you out of here. Like that that knob <laughs> Steve's <laughs> always like, talking I might about. Do that actually, he's like this. This sounds like. This sounded a lot funner until I got in the podcast. Now, now it's not sounding so fun as Bradley's listening to us talk. All right, Jason, let's tell a story about you losing shit. So I had a buddy come up from California, and we were going to go hunting, and I was going to meet everybody out on the mountain. And when I got there, I realized I literally had no piece, like not one piece of gear. It was all gone. Everything, Everything. in one bag. Everything's gone. I mean, even my drive track, for some reason, I can't remember why I put it in the bag, but drive track alpha 200 like profile oh, this is recently plus. this is a 200 yeah we'll say that very early alpha 200 days how about that okay i get up there and there is not a stitch of gear in my truck so i turn around and drive all the way back to cell service call my wife and i said please tell me i'm an idiot and she says you're an idiot it's sitting on the coffee table so i had to drive all the way back home grab my gear, drive another hour and a half back to where we were hunting and, and go meet everybody again. But you want to talk about a heart attack. Like, I know how you oh, felt yeah. losing that gear. That is sketchy. It makes you feel horrible. Oh, oh I've, I've lost. I mean, you wouldn't believe the amount of things I've lost. I've lost three garments. I mean. You're the type of customer we like. Yeah. That's why he's still around. <laughs> and, uh, oh, I've lost everything in the world. Cameras. I, I lost a go. Pro cab. That matter of fact, I talked to Buddy that day. I was so <laughs> upset and mad because my can or because I had a collar that quit working, and then I'd lost my GoPro camera and had and I'd been trying. I had a lot of really good footage on it. Oh no! And I spent probably two weeks up there looking for that camera. I never could find it. Dang! But yeah. I've lost co. I've lost everything except a weapon. Me and Bradley lost. We lost a, a GPS. Bradley shot at a buck. Remember that that black tail you shot at? You missed. Oh yeah. Well, you, I mean, you hit it. We didn't kill it. We found a little spot of blood or whatever, and I had a a not public GPS with me, and I dropped it because we <laughs> we had this buck. It was it was standing right at us. It was the last day, the last ten. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. like now I always tell people buck. when you, when you're black tail hunting, it's like don't give up the last fifteen minutes. Like I've killed. I don't want to say a ton of bucks, but I've killed a handful of bucks in that last, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And on the last day, too, I told Bradley, I said, let's let's go up. I think we can try and kill a, kill a buck today. So we went up there, and sure enough, I found a little spot. That I'd been seeing a three-point for a couple times. I just couldn't get it done. And and uh, we get on the road. We got maybe 10, 15 minutes of light left. I'm like, let's just walk this road, you know, and look down the road. There's a buck looking at us i'm like there he is this is his first his first time to shoot at anything what, two with... years ago no two did you three? shoot at that two point you shot a two point before that didn't you no that was my first buck 
Yeah, no, that was the first one you shot at, but you shot at a two point that we couldn't find that you What's missed. What's a two clean. point? Fork and horn. Oh, okay. Anyways, anyway, so he shot. Oh, and, four uh, point. We call it a four point. It humped. See, everybody uh, counts different. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get on the East Coast and be like, that was a six pointer. Oh. <laughs> I, that's where my dad hunts. I hear all about him. <laughs> it. it was going to be. Uh, but uh, we. He, he he acted like he got hit, and so I'm like, "Oh shoot, he's he's hit," you know. We I told him I said, "We're gonna wait here, 15, you know, ten minutes, and let him go down there and rest." And uh, we went in there, and, and I mean, it was just ferns up to your chest, and you couldn't see anything. And that high went to a really big low really quick, you know. And, and then yeah. I bet you we spent an hour and a half, two hours circling in there on our hands and knees looking for blood, and and uh, finally I'm like, we hadn't had dinner or anything, so I. I you know, it was a school night the next morning. I was like, oh, Bradley, I'll send you home. We'll get something to eat. It was probably 9.30, 10 o'clock by the time we got home. And uh, I I uh, brought him home, and then I was like, I'm going to go back out and try to find it. You know, because I, I was certain it was dead there somewhere. And well, I went out there, and you know, from another two and a half hours till 1 o'clock in the morning, and I get back the next day, and I don't have my GPS. I'm like, oh, and I, I had just scoured that place. Yeah. That was bad. Um, so the next morning, I went back sick. in there, forty yards from the truck, right in the middle of a clear cut. I don't know how I found it, but it was like, oh, you found it. I did. I, I don't oh, think yeah. I was. That was like, a garment wasn't going to give me any more. <laughs> you know what I mean? There wasn't too many of those out there, so I was like, I called. I called garments. Yeah. You're not going to believe this. I'm. I can't believe I, I dropped that thing, but it's, it was no that's, good. That's how my feeling was when that bag went missing. I'm thinking. Oh, I bet. That, yeah, that's not like losing a TT-15. That would be a bad deal. You know, anything that disrupts your disrupts your usual routine, when I get back to the truck or whatever, if I have, maybe that's just because I'm getting old, but if it disrupts my routine, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm liable to drop something or forget something or leave it sitting on the tailgate. Or, it's like muscle memory. I mean, yeah. like that's what we've been talking about in those training episodes was, you know, you have a method, you have a pattern, you have your, the way you do things. Cause I'm the same way. If I get distracted, if I'm doing something and I try to come back and cut back in, not going to happen. I'm going to screw something up or forget it. You know, setting a, an alpha on top of a dog box. I know I'm not supposed to do that, but if you draw me away from my truck and I set it there. I will get down the road before I pick it up. I just don't even look. Mm. So what have you been up to, Brett? Yeah, I've been working. Well, you you haven't been around. Everybody's. I think everybody thinks I ran you off. No, no, I've been. <laughs> That's the rumor. That's Buddy's MO. Go, yeah, buddy, that asshole. He ran Brett off already. <laughs> Nobody can stand that jerk. I uh, Bradley's laughing over here. He's inside. He's like, yeah. Bradley's I like, I put up with him all my life. <laughs> I can't run away. I still I put up with him for a long time. <laughs> I've just been nothing? working. You got nothing, Bradley? Uh. Yeah. All I can think of right now is when you get. <laughs> okay, I'm going to cut your mic now. now no, you don't cut him. He can answer the question on if Buddy's really a nice guy or not. <laughs> mm. Bradley's not the guy to ask. I ride him pretty hard sometimes. Well, yeah. all I can think of right now is whenever I strip a screw on an RC car. <laughs> Brad, oh, yeah. Brad, Bradley has this unattainable habit of, like, cinching a screw down to the point where you don't need to cinch a screw down anymore. He wants it tight. 
No, he wants it. You don't <laughs> like losing screws. Oh, so every time I look at him, I'm like, you, just, you, you don't have to strip every screw, bud. And he winds it down. Hey, the guys who taught me how to wrench, they said, tighten it up till it gets loose and then back it off a quarter turn. You're good to go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Brett, where, what you been up to? Just, I, I've been working. I've been working. I just, you know. Like a I, dog. Like a dog. I mean, I've been everywhere having to travel. And uh, I don't know. I Like I, I was telling Jason yesterday, I said, you know, I, there were some things I want to get and some things I want to do. And, and the only way I've ever been able to get anything is by working. So I picked up a lot of work and uh, trying to trying to finish it. So that's, yeah, that's the hard part. You, you, you get know, started and then you gotta, it's like, damn, I got to finish this shit. And it's a good time of year for it because you can't really hunt much down here this time of year. It's too hot. Right. You know, it's get it's been getting up over 100, you know, most days. And you got a couple hours in the morning. And and I went out and bought me a, a, a UTV also. So Yeah, you're supposed to name it. What are you going to name that thing? Yeah, name it like a horse. I don't know. Yeah, you better give it a name. Kind of. I don't know. We always called them. We always called them buggies. You know, it was just go get the buggy. I had one before that, but this one I got was is is pretty nice. Kind of kind of goes against my style, but was it a four seater? <laughs> no, but it's got a cab and an air conditioner in it. Oh, oh man, and a heater. And You're not going to get back on the horse. <laughs> well, that's my wife. But, you know. Wow. I, and, and I kind of knew what I was doing. I, I, I called my wife and I said, why don't you come down here and help me pick one of these out? I'm going to buy one. And and I knew she'd pick out a nice one, really. I mean, deep down. So. <laughs> they always pick good ones. Let the wives make the choices, man. So she came down and she said, well, if you want me to ride with you in it. And she said, uh, you better get one with this air conditioning or heating in it. So I said, all right. So I bought it and I probably shouldn't have bought it. I kind of, you know, you get back and you get that, what do they call it? Buyer's remorse. Buyer's remorse. <laughs> I look at it, I, you know. I don't know what old, that is. We never get that. <laughs> you you don't need anything first. that nice. But no. yeah, so, but it makes it handy because then I can, I can, you know, I can get the dogs out early in the morning and still be back in time to get a whole, you know, day's worth of work done. You know, where if you saddle a mule, time you saddle a mule and, and, and get out there and everything, you go, you know, it's hard to get back before 10, 10, 11 o'clock. Yeah, it's a, so, you're kind of committed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just part of, I, I use the excuse that it's part of my business now. Hey, so, it is. That's a legitimate, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, I don't. I don't think people understand what the uh, time commitment really is to do what we do unless they're in the hound hunting sport they don't understand the time committed let alone like you i mean if you were to go let's say saddle up your mules and go for a circle i mean the minimum time that that takes is unreal like most guys can go out have a full day's hunt and come back because it's Mm -hmm. just so many extra steps and you're you know getting gear ready you're prepping mules i mean what do you think it would take for you to be able to go out and not rush through a hunt with your mules by the time you load up, trailer there, saddle up. I mean, what what does a hunt like that look like for you? Well, I mean, if I dr- if I drive to it, it, you know, it depends where I go. Like this last year, I was I was pretty busy even this last year. So all I did was go across on the other side of the river over here, and it, you know, and it, it, it the conditions are are tough over there, and you know, it's not like 
there's a there's a, there's a maybe a female maybe two that are over there and a tom goes through there from time to time but i can be you know it takes me about 30 45 minutes to get over there tie my saddle up and get all the dogs collared and everything and then you know i'm usually out until 10 30. i mean if i wanted to do it this time of year i could probably be back by 10 30 or 11. but typically you know it's an all-day affair and then time you do all that you get back you're you're pretty tired i mean yeah. it, it, time it, for a it nap. kind of wears you out yeah but with the buggy i can just go out there and i can throw some dogs in the dog box and and take off and yeah. collar them up and lose my garment and <laughs> yeah be back by nine but i can but then i can just go down to the river and i can let them run a coon or two or you know or whatever yeah. and, and uh it's a lot easier yeah so when are you going to get back to doing some podcasts? When are you going to record? What, what do you got lined I, up for your I next get, podcast, Brett? You know, that's that's it's just like us. He's got a Jason. plan. Uh, yeah, he's got, I, a, he's plan. got I had, a plan. I had an old friend. I had an old friend of mine. He is a cowboy, and he came over and rope with me. And he's an old guy, and he he never hit a lick. I mean, every time you seen him, he was just driving around in his truck drinking beer, and uh, always <laughs> asking, "What are you up to, Dean?" Oh, oh yeah, I got this and that. The other day, I, I seen him not too long ago, and I said, "Dean, what have you been doing?" He said, "You know, I haven't been doing a whole lot." He said, "But I got a plan," and uh, so. <laughs> That's the way I feel. I do have a plan. I, I one of the reasons I I got all this work is I said you know I, there's some things I want, and uh, I want to get a camper, be able to slide in the back of my truck, and then I could then I could go and do these interviews, you know, and and the guys that I've been going to interview and stuff, you know, it, you got to do it in person, so it'd make it a lot yeah. easier. You need like a mobile command center. You did, uh... yeah. Who did you did last? You did uh, Mike Leonard. Uh, Mike yeah. Leonard. That was a good one. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, that that had a lot of response on it. Yeah, Mike's. You know, he's been pretty well known in the hound dog world for quite a few years, and been, you know, on the internet and and kind of a public type guy for a long time. So it's good. Yeah, I enjoy talking to him. <laughs> I got to tell you a story. I went over. You're not. You're gonna have to find a better. Now you got to like, you drop a good one like that, and then you just disappear. Just quit, <laughs> and then you're gonna have to come back. You, I mean, you set the stakes say, pretty just, high just, when you left. Just quit on top. <laughs> Don't do that. No, no, I keep getting phone calls. What no, happened I got, to Brett? Is Brett still around? Is he coming back? <laughs> no, I'm coming back. I just I'm getting set up. I got to tell you, I went over. I thought, you know, I'm interviewing all these guys, and and my father's 87 years old, and I mean, he. You know, he's not a houndsman or anything, so it wouldn't be suited really for the podcast. But I thought, I'm going to go over. And my mother's been sick here lately. So it got got me to thinking, I better go over and, you know, and, and see if I can sit him down and interview him. And Because, you know, he's 87. He's got some pretty good stories. He's always, and, and he's always telling stories. I mean, when you get to talk to him, oh, yeah, I remember back when, blah, blah, blah. You know, we used to have to walk down the middle of the street because if you walked on the side of the street, someone hit you in the head and drag you in the alley. And he's always telling these stories. <laughs> So I called him. I said, Dad, I said, do you think you could sit down and I could interview you? And he said, what do you mean interview? And I said, well, you know, just you tell your story, who, you know, where you came from and everything. Oh, I guess so. So I went over there and I got him, got everything all set up and put the, and I mean, I put the headphones on him and said, all right, where are you from? And I mean, not a word. I mean, he could not talk at all. He was just it's rough. <laughs> I mean, he just sit there and smile at me. I said, "Well, tell me where you 
from the beginning, where are you from? What do you mean? What do you mean? Got any kids? <laughs> <laughs> you know where it's I'm hard. From. Get, what are you talking? As soon as you put those headphones on somebody or you hit that record button, I was just talking to a couple guys about that. You know, you can talk and it's not a big deal, but as soon as you hit a record button, it's totally tough. Yeah. I, like, I cannot do podcast on my own. I have figured this out. I have to have somebody there to talk with because if it's one person, I try to go interview style and it just doesn't work for me yeah. at all. I, I, I need, what do you think about that, Brad? Is that feel? Is that what it feels like when you put the headphones on and we hit record? I forgot uh. he was here. <laughs> he, was, he was beat red. He finally, the redness finally left his face. And I asked him a question. The redness comes back. It's different. Well, being put on. <laughs> he was sleeping. No. I, you know, <laughs> like doing this, like us, is is harder on me than when, like, when I go to see someone because I'm genuinely curious. I I I really yeah. have have things I want to know. You know, I want to ask them and I want to know, you know, about it. So it makes it a little bit easier for me. But uh, like yeah, this makes this is a definitely a difference in the in person style yeah. and and having it over the internet i mean i 100 percent agree and uh we we've kind of I'm, I'm sure we disappoint a lot of people with our podcast because our style is not going to be that interview style because mm-hmm. you do a good job at the, you know I mean, there's people who do a good job at that and i just realized that we're not going to we're not those just people because it, it, it's just difficult you know what i mean like you really got to spend a lot of time a lot of effort trying to be prepared on how to drive that um and, it, and it's more work than you realize it's a it, lot of work you know what I mean? and it'd be i mean it'd be hard if i got outside of my subject matter then i would have to really yeah. you know work at trying to ask it be at least be able to ask an intelligent question and but right because i keep it within my subject matter it, it's pretty easy and usually the guys that i'm talking to i have a little bit of background on you know i know i know some about them so and it yeah. makes it easier hey my high school math teacher taught me the most valuable piece of information i've ever learned in my life and mr Lath, and if you're listening by some odd chance thanks a lot he said know what you know know it well forget everything else like <laughs> yeah. that in my life has got me so far. And it's the same way. Like I couldn't go and do these podcasts for other topics. Oh. It's stick with what you know. I mean, yeah. I love listening to you talk with those lion hunters and the stories and I don't know. Everything flows. So I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, you're still when you, kicking. It, yeah. There, and there's some, and there's still, I, I get a lot of text messages or, or messages on Instagram and everything that, you know, of other guys to go talk to that. So there's a bunch of guys out there, you know, that, that would be real interesting, you know, little gems that a lot of guys never even heard of, you know, that, that have devoted their life to doing it. So that, uh, yeah, you know, I heard guys that fascinate I mean, me. there's, there's, that's one thing I've learned is there's a ton of guys out there who, a lot of people don't know about that are just hard dedicated hunters. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. that's one thing about the hounds is like, yeah, there's people on the social media side, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that who are not on that side that, that, uh, you only kind of know through local 
you know, it's like they're almost like myths. You know what I mean? Just, right. The local legends. There's, there's, yeah. you know, there's some like that, and then, but it's also hard because of their nature. They don't really care about talking to anybody either. Um, so, right. You, you know, you you gotta. I mean, I've got ideas on how to how to get you know get them to to talk to me a little bit. Like Mike, yeah, Root, we need to know, hit some of the guys here. Coffee and, and donuts, uh, Brad. Yeah. Isn't that the magic combination? Yeah. I took I took Mike. Uh, uh, donuts, donuts if that help. I loved that. Somebody complaining about him macking on the donuts, and I just laughed. Like, really? It doesn't get more real than that. Let the guy mack on a donut. I, you know, and I have had some some different complaints about things, you know, and what, what mainly kind what of complaints. Well, what somebody has said, you know, if I somebody said something, you know, yeah, and and I, I, I don't. I don't edit out what they say unless they say something that's going to be really offensive, you know, and everything else is just, and it's not, you just take it for what it is. You know, that's what they say, you Mm -hmm. know, if you want to believe them, believe them. If you don't, it is different. And I, you know, and and this is kind of, for, for our standpoint, it's like, man, there is always two sides or you know, in the hell world, there's normally three. You know what I mean? There's, there's this side, that side, and the truth. Um, something in the middle. Yeah. But, uh, it, I, you know, th- there's so much different people who don't like this person or that person. And, and I, like, was like, well, they're all going to be guests here. And that's what's, that's kind of what's nice yeah. about the way we got this podcast is, is you can go out and then, um, we got other, you know, uh, I'm blanking here, but the hunting hound, you know, he's got his own style bear and, and Ben and Brett and, and us, and all of us have a different kind of style and we mm-hmm. were able to get a unique blend. And I worry sometimes, I mean, honestly, I, me and Jason have talked a lot about this. Are we mixing up too much that makes it confusing for the, the listener? Because it's not the buddy show and I don't, I don't want it to be the buddy and Jason show. I mean, that's, that's not why we're doing this. Um, right. And so I, at least I'd like to hear feedback if, if that is there. Um, but you know, we, we have a, a real diverse people. We got different guests and, and so anyways, we kind of miss you, Brett. We want you to come back in and, and tilt well, the wheel I, back to your side. I think by, you know, you're going to have different people like different parts, you know? Yeah. Some yeah. people are going to, they're going to like the old lion hunters. Some people are going to like the, the the coon hunters or bobcat or whatever and then other guys are going to like the training tips and all that stuff i think that's i think being diverse like that's going to uh you might not have as many on one podcast but you're going to have a overall you'll have a lot more or a lot yeah and we look at some of the metrics you know the analytics and stuff and and so far it doesn't look like we're screwing up too much i mean like (laughs) we're not seeing big drop-offs good well Well, that's, that's my thing is, is, you know, like Brett and I were talking, uh, it's kind of this, it's getting to be this whole circle. You know, you've got guys doing different podcasts with other people or we're all making references. It's this big community, really, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's nice to see everybody kind of coming together and we can all just jump on with each other in different, different times, different topics, but it, it flows and everything fits, even though it's totally different. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, like the new training talks, I love doing those. Those are mm-hmm. a lot of fun. I really mm-hmm. enjoy listening 
to everybody's perspectives. I'm and, not so sure, man. I, I'm I'm kind of on the fence on those. I've gotten some good feedback on them, but I have a hard time sometimes. It doesn't feel like kind of hard to talk about that topic for 30 minutes sometimes. I don't know. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm sometimes I'm, I'm like, man, that really sucks. Buddy's but, making his exit strategy right now <laughs> on air. That's what's happening. <laughs> I enjoyed them. I mean, I like to listen to the, to, uh, it kind of, uh, I guess more than anything, it reinforces hearing what a professional trainer says reinforces my beliefs. <laughs> you just want to listen to it. Do you get... <laughs> like I'm not crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, oh, all right. Yeah, exactly. You want to be validated, right? That's, that's what we call validation, Brett. Yeah. There you go. Validate validation. That's, that's, I, you know, I, I, I listen to that and then that's good. Well, like yeah. you posted that video, Brett. You said it was an old one, right? With that bear in the tree and you calling the dogs mm-hmm. off. And I just thought, man, that lines up with what we were all talking about on that training tip. You know, the handle and conversations I've had over the years. <clears throat> I think we just launched one of the um, W Ambassador articles. And I think they were talking about. Uh, yeah, we launched it with the same, I think. Yeah, what, what was the last, the topic? It was like hound hunting myths, wasn't it? Yeah. And I remember... How many times I've heard over the years, you can't call a dog off a bear. You can't call a dog off a piece of game if it's really running it. And then your video pops up after I've been talking about it with all these people. And, you know, you see it firsthand. It was just kind of funny. Because that my, thing was not very far up a tree. I spent my whole life calling dogs off a game that I don't want. Right? <laughs> Deer, coyote. I mean, the whole... I've called dogs off a game all the time. Exactly. Oh, uh. Because that you bear know, was and, not very far up. In, in, in all fairness, I mean, I didn't. They they were supposed to be lion hounds. <laughs> yeah, they, they were trashing. <laughs> <laughs> so, and uh, and I didn't know any better. I didn't know that you weren't supposed to be able to call dogs off a tree. I just, you know, I I the way I think the way I hunt and how I hunt and how much time I spend out there with the dogs, you know, we're just like. I got a video coming out and I was thinking about this earlier. I, I trailed the lion into a, a canyon that had, it was a big rock pile, big old boulder rocks as big as a pickup. And I mean, and that lion was in that rock pile somewhere. So here I am out there with seven hounds and I'm off my mule and I'm out in there climbing around those rocks. And those hounds knew I was looking for that lion. Because they're looking everywhere too, and I go <laughs> like, somewhere. We find I mean, this thing quick. we're climbing all over those rocks, and and yeah. they're looking and they're wagging their tails with me, and I'll say, hey, hey, over here, and they come over here, but like that, you know, like when I called the dogs off the tree when that bear is in that tree. If you watch the video, they're when they're coming off the tree, they're all wagging their tails, they're all happy. I'm oh, not. Yeah. T- I didn't tone them. I I didn't. I didn't tone them. I I didn't. You know. We don't tree enough game for them to be great tree dogs. So I dang sure don't want to, you know, tone them right there by that tree and, and make them think that that's something they're not supposed to do. So, right. but I just, you know, I wanted to go and, and, and they all knew they don't, I mean, that's, we spend so much time out there together. Like if we're riding along and they get off over in there and, Hey guys, here we go. We're going this way. And they, here they come. And I think more than anything, it's the tone of voice 
that you use or how what I use. Mm-hmm. I mean, if like if, with the bear, I just called them off. But if they're you know wanting to mess with a javelina or something like that, instead of it being "Come on, guys, let's go, let's go," it's "Hey, you so and so." They've got their names, and then they've got their <laughs> secondary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's gonna, a, I was going to have course. to start beeping Brett, man. I was like, it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a coarse, rough tone, and they know that tone. <laughs> I mean, they know it from barking in their in their kennels to you know jumping on me if if i don't want them to or trying to get out of the dog box before i want them to you know <laughs> they know that coarse tone of voice and they know that's bad but yeah that's what i've been working with calling on because he's he's wanting to go hunting with me bad i mean mm-hmm. like hounding me every day at this point because i've only taken him oh i'm gonna say two three times when he was younger because we hunt at night but i'm working with him on working with the dogs and how to act around them and how to talk to them. And we built this new turnout pen so that he can take our dogs and just go walk through the back property with them. And, but when it comes to the voice, I think back to buddy, you talking about the new puppy, the Brittany and, you know, having to learn to listen to your kids and dang it, Colin, he's got two tones. It's in between really sweet and really nice. And it sounds like that dog is in some deep, serious doo-doo. You know, it's <laughs> like, like, it's like Henry, come here, Henry, come here, or Henry, come Possessive. Yeah, there's no, there's no in-between. It's just go straight from, like, nice to possessed. Well, it, to me, it proves that that's not something you can teach. That's nothing I can teach my kid. He's going to have to be around him long enough and understand, you know, how 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 this partnership works kind of deal. Yeah. You tell somebody to be rough, they're going to be rough. They just don't know where it sounds yeah. right. Yeah. I think that's one of the things we need to cover on that is the, um, the training part is there is a lot that you just can't learn on a podcast or in a book or, you know what I mean? Like there's just some stuff you just got to spend time in the saddle or, or on your, in your boots. Yeah, there's so many, what would you say, nuances to, to, to it that you can't, even writing it down and trying to share it, you can't. Yeah. It's just things that, like that old man told me, I, I remember asking, you know, well, how do you, how can you tell when those dogs are, you know, trashing on you like that? How do you know they're trying to run a fox instead of a lion? And he said, you just got to learn how to read those dogs. You got to read those dogs. Yeah. I don't know, read them how? What do you mean read them? Well, that's not something you can write down. That's oh, yeah. just something you got to spend enough time out there with them till you till you recognize it and you see that dog, you know, just the way he's moving around. Say, oh, that dog's trying to fox on you. You know, he's foxing on you. Right. You know, and and you, you, and I'm still fooled. I mean, especially with foxes, I'm fooled all the time. But I'm, it's interesting. I'm like, you got yeah. any? You got any training? What, what, you got any ideas for a, a training? podcast i mean even you obviously listen to our podcast once in a while i listen i listen to i listen give him credit that guy listens to all <laughs> and i listen to him i don't i you know all right I so i got podcasts. i got it we got a crit what's your what's your least favorite what's your least favorite part like what 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 at what part are you like man they're really screwing up it's not screwing up right now asking that question it's it's, it's not <laughs> a nice it's guy. not screwing up uh I like I like them all. I, I listen and I listen to everybody. I listen to to W. I listen to Houndsman XP. I listen to Nightlife. I love to listen to Nightlife. Yeah. Those guys. I, I just 
We just sponsored those guys. <laughs> I just, yeah. That's what me and Brett were just talking about. I was just getting ready to tell him, hey, we've made some changes around here. And he's like, hey, you guys are sponsoring Nightlife now. Yeah. I haven't I mean, even I listened like- to that episode yet, Brett. And you've already got it. No. Yeah, those guys, I've, they, uh, was it Brett, Nick, and, and Steve Fielder? Mm-hmm. They got a good flow. I mean, I, I listened to a couple of their podcasts. I kind of tune out when they get into the competition stuff. I, I, I just, mentally yeah yeah i start doing other things and it's not that i tune out i just start my mind starts wandering somewhere else they don't hold it's just it. not relevant to buddy but man when I they just, start getting into the stories they they got a good flow going well oh, that, those guys brent brent i mean he's and well nick too and, and steve of course and just the way they work off each other is is is, is really entertaining i mean to listen to brent's stories it, yeah. it you know they're really, really good in that, you know, and of course that accent, it, I mean, it adds a lot to it. You it's know? like Clay Newcomb. He's got that accent. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh man, it's one of those yeah. Southern boys. He's, Hello, my name's Clay Newcomb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the, it's the accent and they all seem to speak what I call the bro dialect. Like, hey bro, bro. They, <laughs> they all got that bro feel, you know? Yeah. Really? I don't get that out of, out of the... Really? It, I no. do. You spend some time around like like when I went to Oaks and got to hang out with Steve a couple years no, ago. No, I get I get Brad would be the guy that if he'd be laughing at you, you'd do something stupid. He'd be like, oh, like my dad laughing at me. He's like, I've, oh, yeah. I've seen that coming a long time ago. Like <laughs> like that good old southern boy, you know, like you're just gonna learn the hard way. That's that's anyways. They're all storytellers. That's yeah. the they best are. part. They, yeah, they, I, they, enjoy I like that. it. I like what they're doing. Like I said, I me and me and Jason were talking about you know, sponsoring some other podcasts because, you know, we're doing this podcast to to connect with customers and have a good time. And um, the one thing that they were doing is, I mean, they hit that coon hunting market, I think, really well. Oh, yeah. That's it. And then and, and that's the part of the, I'm like you, the part of the podcast that I'm really, I, I, I mean, I enjoy to hear, I, I enjoy hearing like Brent talking about, I can't remember his dog's name now. Waylon. Waylon and how he's progressing and then you know like nick sending his dog to someone to get trained and stuff that that kind of i've never heard of that before you know and that's that's really interesting to me but uh the competition coon hunting when they start talking about that you know i'm not that interested in that really i don't know much about it i don't it's a lot of work yeah there's (laughs) you got if you you haven't listened to them what the nightlife nation is the podcast we're talking about yeah. And uh, like I said, those three, they, they do it differently. They have like a, I mean, once in a while they have guests, but most of the time it's just those three. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I always, I always analyze everything. I, I, I'm like an overanalyzing <laughs> person. Um, True story. And uh, that, you know, I mean, because I, I really think, you know, to, which is funny because our podcast is like a bunch of shit piled together. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like he's a little bit of shit over here, a little bit of shit over here. Do as I say. <laughs> right. But, you know, um, it seems to work because I don't want it to be the, I mean, I don't want it to be a Buddy and Jason show. I don't want to have to be every time holding that because I got good days and I got bad days. And, and man, mm-hmm. I got more bad days that I'd be a boring ass, you know. I mean, I, I'd, I'd really be boring to try to hold a podcast every every week or whatever and so but those guys get together and what they're doing works and i mean because they have that same that glue whatever they got their core 
and yeah and, and i always say you got to have that core first it's just like you brett i mean you got your core you got you do the same thing over and over again and that's just the way you do it and unfortunately you don't have the time to do it right now so you got to hold off no but, but I, i'm gonna i like I said i i have a plan yeah i i I mean, the, the way I want to do it, it's, you know, and it's like, the, it's the same way I hunt, you know, yeah. I could, I could go chase the snow and, and, and do things like that, but that's not what I like to do. And doing the podcast or doing the interviews is the same thing. I want to go sit down across from them and, 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 and have a conversation, you know, and, and talk about something that I'm real interested about in too, you know, uh, yeah. that I'm, like I said, that I'm genuinely curious about. I want to know, I want to know so what do you have like a list was. when you show up or are you just like, Nope. Like from the hip, just, <laughs> just in your head. from the hip. I, you know, I try to, I, uh, I will practice in my head. <laughs> you talk to yourself <laughs> the whole way over there. We want the GoPro footage of you practicing. <laughs> I'll practice, you know, I'll, I'll think, oh, yeah, I got to, you know. Do you, do you ever, like, as you're driving over there, you know, on the, on the highway, look over and there's some kid looking at this old crazy man driving his truck, just talking to talking himself? To himself. Oh. <laughs> I get that anyway. I don't have to be going to do an interview. I just. <laughs> oh, yeah, in no, all fairness, though, like those old timers, I think the biggest hurdle is just getting them to talk, wouldn't you say, Brett? Because they're natural storytellers. Yeah, if you can get them to talk, and and, and I think it's better if there's a couple of them there. Yeah, yeah. And 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 that way you can they'll kind of forget about the headphones, you know. Like when I did a uh, uh, Roland Rice and and uh, those guys up there, there was three of them there, and we had a crowd. I mean, there was probably another ten guys around there, just and uh, yeah. And at first, it kind of out, started out slow. But man, once they got to talking and telling stories, and then there was things that I, I, you know, I couldn't leave in because sure they were talking about old so-and-so down the road and this and that, you know, and because they're just, I <laughs> thought, well, you know, guy drama. that guy wasn't there to defend himself. So I better not leave this in the podcast, you know, so I had to kind of cut that out, but they were, they were just rolling. I mean, and, and then even after the, we quit recording, you know, you go for a couple hours, you think man, that's enough. Shoot. We just kept on going. And same thing with Mike Root, you know, him and I sat there and talked in his house and for another hour or so after the podcast was over with. Yeah. Sometimes that's, that's what's crazy is sometimes you do the podcast, you hit the stop button and you keep bullshitting and you're like, damn it. This, this is, this should be part of that podcast. Like, yes, yes. A lot of times, you know, whatever it's like, man, I tell you what I would like what I would like to do is I would like to go and, and, and spend, you know, three or four days like hunting with Mike Root yeah. and, uh, and, and then, you know, in the evenings, maybe, you know, have, have some campfire talk, record the, you know, video of the day. And then in the evening would, and I did, we went out and hunted together, but I didn't, uh, it was one of my problems with my video and for my YouTube channel is when I'm with somebody, I don't think about recording very much. Or filming, right? I, I'm too busy. You know, I have somebody there with me. When nobody's with me, I have that camera with me, and that's kind of like having all the guys who watch my YouTube videos. You know, it's kind of like having right. them with me. Yeah. So I get real comfortable talking to that camera. But yeah, it's different when you're that. with someone. You know, because you don't want to divide your attention. No, and you and sometimes you don't want to just get a camera out and stick it in their face and say, <laughs> "What happened there?" You know, and. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you tell me about that? I won't talk about it. Why is your dog chasing an elk? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, That's that... It. Mike was such a good episode too. If anybody hasn't listened to that Mike Root episode, go back and find it because that was that was fun listening to. You know, I could just imagine kicking around the just table. Just be prepared and, that you're gonna want donuts afterwards. Yes, go yeah. buy a pack of donuts and eat one of the snacking. Yeah, fresh coffee. Oh. That's the that's the magic elixir, isn't it? You give them a fresh pot of coffee. I yeah, I go. We, we you know, and then. And then when I'm done, I give them all, you know, I got my little merch, my, my, my tumblers with my, my born 100 years too late, uh, logo on it and my cups and everything. And I give them one of everything. And oh, cool. so I try to try to take care of those guys. Hmm. I want, I want them to know that, that I really appreciate it. You know? Yeah. Is there any other topics? I, I wanted to cover a couple of the, the new stuff I got going on in the shop, but with the hunt and stuff like that, but, but Brett, before we change topics and talk a little bit of shop talk did yes, you sir. got anything that you wanted i mean do you want to describe your plan or you just want to just you got a plan no well i mean really what i talked to jason about i you know i'm not cool enough to talk to you're always busy <laughs> Ow. Ow, i don't man. do anything all day <laughs> we weren't recording brett you don't have to be so direct uh, uh. no <laughs> Right. No, nah, you know, I've worked out, I worked a lot of construction work in my life and I've worked out of town, had to live in motel rooms and I absolutely cannot stand to stay in a motel room. I mean, it just, and I, and then add up the money I've spent over the years staying in a motel room. It's ridiculous. And, uh, so even now, like when I went down and, and, uh, and, and went down to the South Texas there and, uh, did that interview down there with Cody King and them. I, I was gone for a week and I, I camped the whole time. I never did stay in a motel room and, uh, pocket but, that per DM baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's my own. I mean, I just saving money. I ain't pocketing <laughs> nothing, <laughs> but so I, you know, and even the work I've been doing, going and doing, you know, these tanks and stuff that I do, I've been, I, I camp, man. I yeah. find a place to camp and I throw a sleeping bag on the ground. That's what I do. Cause it's just like this thing in my head. Now I cannot, I, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to stay in a motel room. So, well, I did with, wait a minute. I was, I slept on the ground for two nights. And when I went and interviewed Mike Leonard, I went ahead. And you went and got a shower. I got a shower. I you said, I had to go get a shower. So I, I've got to, I got to be honest there. I didn't, but anyway. Can't but show, I think, well, you can't show up to that one and smell it. You, you got to at least get the shower. Yeah. So I thought, man, if I could just get a camper in the back of my truck, just a camper, just slide in the back of my truck. And then Those I could are go spendy. Like, They're not cheap. They are, I, who would Why I you think dream they cost that much? <laughs> I thought I told my wife, I thought, oh, yeah, pick one up for eight, ten thousand dollars. Oh, no, sir. I mean, not anything decent that you want to stay in. So, I, yeah, not I like a motel. I mean, we, get, we got the motel six edition, ain't like the tent and the sleeping bag. Brett's got standards, man. So, anyway, so all the guys that, that are members on my channel and everything, I don't want them to think that I've abandoned everything. I haven't. I said, I got a plan. I'm going to get that camper and I'm like, go to Oklahoma. There's, there's probably four or five guys. I could stay right there for a week and interview four or five guys down in South Texas. There's, man, they're sure. thick as fleas down there. You know, there's guys down there that, those now, old-time bobcat hunters that... Do you uh, haul a trailer for your mules? Yes. Okay. So you're you're not one That's of the... You don't have, like, a, a, a flatbed with the, the mule rack on your truck. 
no, I, no. I've looked at that. I, uh, I hunted with a friend of mine that has that rig. You know, he, he jumps his mule and he's got his dog boxes built in the front of that, yeah. that flatbed. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and I've thought about that, but I think what would be the best for what I do would be to have the camper in the truck and then have a trailer, a mule trailer built that has some dog boxes in it. Yeah. So you could haul your dogs and your mules in the trailer. Or your buggy. And then, yeah, or I could haul my buggy if, if I wanted to go that route. And then if, if I was just going to do some of my work, you know, I, uh, and I said that I, I've said, I, you know, I'll be 60 years old in November. So I want to maybe semi-retire. Boy, that's hard to say too. And not fully retire. I'll never fully retire. I'll, I'm going to, I'll work. I'll, I always have to, you know, make an income. But uh, make some gas money. Yeah, that's what I want. I just want gas money. That's that's what I just want to go home well, and gas money. Dog dog food, mule feed, and fuel for the yeah. for the for the truck, and then I think I and and feed for me. I I require a little bit of food too, but I haven't. I'm not that handy enough to live off the land. So, well, because we <laughs> talked a while ago about um, those dog box campers. Yeah. You I've know, never, I still haven't seen one. Man, I've been trying to find the info on them. I don't know any of our Californians that are listening to this. I know there's a company in California because they built these boxes for a bunch of the guys down there. You know, you don't have all the amenities at home. You know, there's no toilet, there's no shower. It's just a, a dry camp trailer, basically. But shoot, I've seen those guys fit 11 dogs in one. You know, just mm-hmm. basically, you've got doors at the rear. So you've got your main door that opens up to go into your camper or Mm -hmm. it's really a sleeper more than anything. Mm -hmm. And then in the corners, you got two dog box doors that you just run your dogs in and they're divided up in there. And it really, I, my big concern was the heat, but since it's so, uh, I guess it's insulated, you know, you got the whole camper on top of it. It's not transferring Mm -hmm. a bunch of heat. It seems like it stayed cool enough for them, but I always thought that'd be the way to go. Like, take one of those, what are those rodeo campers, the Capris? Yeah, in the very beginning, Jason was trying to talk. That was his plan when we were going to send him off to field trials. Yeah, we were going to get one and drive down so I didn't have to get a hotel. Because I'm like Brett, but he makes fun of me all the time. I hate hotels. It's going to be two, three hours of sleep and a bunch of money. It's not worth it. I'd rather sleep on the ground or in the pickup. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, save a hundred bucks, or it's more than that now, hundred and fifty. Yeah, but so you're getting spending. Yeah, but I've I've got a price on the trade on the kind of trailer I want, and then I like my dog boxes, you know, a certain way, like I had on my on my old hunting truck. You know, and then when you get somewhere, you let your dogs out, and you know, let them empty out and run around a little bit and everything, and load them up, and they can spend the night right there in that dog box, and they all got plenty of room. There's sawdust on the on the on the floor for them. And, it, it, it makes it a lot easier. And that's another thing I'd like to do. I mean, it all goes together. I'd like to go, I'd like to hunt some different country. You know, I, I, I'd like to go hunt different. I'd like to go to Arizona or whatever. And, and Nevada, I've been to Nevada, hunted a few times, but I want to go again. And me, and matter of fact, me and Cody King, we're, we're going to go hunt. We're going to hunt the snow this, this winter in Nevada. You make a video of so. that. I will make a video. We want of it. proof. <laughs> Cody's gonna Cody's gonna bring his running dogs and and uh, I'm gonna have my mutts and and uh, 
Yeah, it'll. I, I'm anxious because that Co- Cody's been down there, and I mean, he's. I don't know if you guys follow him on Facebook. If you, if 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 anybody no. listening to this, follow Cody on Facebook. That guy catches lots of bobcats. Cody, I who? mean, Cody King. Okay, he's a good houndsman, and he and where do you find him? Where do I find what? Cody, on Facebook. Just look just, up Cody King. All right. Yeah, okay. he just started. He. He just he just started his Facebook account. I bet a month or two ago. Okay. But him and him and uh, there's another guy down there that they say is a heck of a houndsman. His name's Clinto Brown, and uh, those guys catch the bobcats with those running dogs. Oh yeah. And I got you know speaking of hand dogs handling, I've got a half running dog out here that Cody gave me, half blue tick, half running dog, and uh, those dogs are pretty tight wound. Yeah, I can some of them, man. <laughs> yeah, me and him have some disagreements. <laughs> <laughs> you just leave it at that. Well, Jason, we need to cover. Um, I think we just finished up some of these giveaways we're doing, right? Yeah, we did the the giveaway for the sweatshirt. Yeah, and you know what? I should pull up. The... Did you hear about our giveaway? You've been listening to our podcast. We we don't talk a lot about W stuff, Brett, very often. So I want to make sure we cover. Since this is more of a current events kind of, yeah. you know, we're just BSing a little bit here. I was like, yeah, we need to cover a couple things that we're gonna do. So we're doing that uh, either a lynx or a bear choice. You know, that Canadian up in border. Canada giveaway yeah. in Canada. I was worried, but the Canadian border looks like it's gonna open up as long as you get the the microchip. <laughs> Careful. Even with that, even, even with that 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 new variant, they supposed to, that's out. yeah. I was, my wife was like, "Are you gonna? Are you really gonna go get the the shot?" And I'm like, "If I can go hunting, hell yeah, I'll go get it. I want to go." That's the only reason. That's the only reason. She's like, "Are you worried?" I'm like, "No, I'm not worried about anything, anything to do with COVID. I just want to get across the border, and I'm afraid. I've I've sat in that border with." With uh, can we tell that story? I don't know. I have to get Don on here. He can talk about the story of of the Canadian border and those guys don't take jokes. So I'm like, I'm kind of nervous that I'd, <laughs> I, I probably not shouldn't want to fake that <laughs> that passport. You know what I mean? Like, I need a real thing. I don't want to. I don't want to go to Canadian jail. I don't know what that's like. Those guys don't got a sense of humor. So was it the mountings you were dealing with up there, like in full the red patrol? They oh, they take it serious up there dead serious like the whole thing we got stopped was because we were going up there to hunt and we didn't bring a gun because we were like oh we don't know what the the logistics of traveling across the border with a gun so we're like Stuart, you know the guy we were going hunting with he's got a little you know for lengths you just have a little 22 you know a little cricket or something he packs around and so we get to the border and they're like what you boys doing i'm like oh we're going hunting okay you guys got any guns no no we didn't bring any guns we didn't you're going hunting without guns. And he just looks at compute. you and you're like, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, we, we like taking pictures. We like catching. I mean, we're trying to get the whole, <laughs> you know, the whole like 10, 15 minute hounding spiel to make your, your hounding look good with a Mountie looking at you, not smiling, trying to figure it out. He's like, going hunting, no guns. Not a one. I'm like, no, I've, I've stripped this whole truck. I've looked for every bullet. I've looked for every gun. I've looked for every... Like, Twice, it probably. Took, it took me two hours to get all the shit out of this truck to cross the border because I was afraid I was going to... You know, you guys were going to see a twenty two shell. You know what I mean? In the crack of my... Right. my uh, 
seat or my my pocket of my thing you know so whenever i cross the border i strip my truck down because i'm worried i'm gonna they're gonna find something like a pistol is a big deal over there you know and, and even a even a shell or a bullet going across you can get in trouble with well no they just reason. find one and then they're gonna tear your truck apart trying to find the gun oh then so they're i'm like you suspicious know, at any time in my truck i mean i can live out of that truck for the most part you know what i mean, I mean there's, right <laughs> there's, a, there's a ton of different calibers there could be pistol there could be 22 22 mag you know what i mean like it can't find a pen grab a 22 shell yeah it happens all the time like so so you're I, saying canada is a lot like going into california probably <laughs> you gotta strip your truck or you're gonna get rid of all the fruit you can't have trouble. any apples get rid of the apples, no apples. And the oranges oh, oh man yeah. going into mexico i mean you get in a lot of trouble for just having a uh, a bullet yeah yeah Maybe so just isn't that wild i know i mean like i get it i don't get me wrong i get it but I, we had to get our truck searched we were going to california hunting and my buddy didn't have a seatbelt on coming down the grade to the fruit station so the cops must be sitting there you know with binos and they're like where are you guys going yeah we're going to go bear hunting out of the car please I'm like, God damn oh. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. Thanks for not wearing your seatbelt that day. Because they pulled everything out of that truck. Luckily, everything was unloaded. But, oh, man. Border crossings scare me. Yeah. Oh, I've had, I That's when you so. find out when you got warrants. Every time you cross the border, you'll find out if you got a warrant out, right? Yeah, our Border Patrol, of course, we have to go through it all the time. I mean, every time I go north here, more than 10 miles, I have to cross the Border Patrol crossing. Oh really? Yeah, and those they're better than they used to be, and I don't know. They probably got my picture hanging in there. Uh, you know, I don't know because they don't they don't hardly say anything to You're me. Anymore, memorable but, guy, but they you know used to they would just and then if I you know if you take off and like I take a dirt road and go down through here you know before daylight and uh, man they'll they'll run you down and, and of course really? it looks like I'm trying to dodge the 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 entryway or whatever the port port what do they call it the port of entry port. well it's not port of entry it's there on the interstate and and uh oh it looks they, like you're going um, on like a checkpoint or something yeah and, and it's checkpoint and it, like buddy said it's they don't have a sense of humor no they don't no, they I, asked me where i'm doing i said i'm going hunting they said what are you hunting i said easter eggs and they didn't like that very much <laughs> So. And that's how it started, man. Yeah. Pull over, sir, and get out of your vehicle. <laughs> yes, sir. Start taking your door panels off and all sorts See, of shit. And they just leave it there like, oh, tire open. didn't find any Easter they, eggs. Have a good day. They can't really do anything to you, but they can detain you and just you know, irritate you for a long time. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's like, uh, you know, you ever go to, if you ever fly, you know, and you feel like you... I, I feel like I gotta check my pocket. I continuously check my pockets, probably like fifteen times before I get to that radar, or whatever that scanner thing is, right? You know the X-ray, and mm -hmm. it's just because in my world, a twenty-two shell or a, you know what I mean, like there, anything can be in just, that pack or that. Anywhere, yeah. You know, it's like no, man, I just I th that's this part of my life. You know what I mean? A knife or a everything ammo i mean a pistol you know what i mean i was like shit. <laughs> oops <laughs> sorry that that's a rough one to get back out of the air it's kind of like a hammer <laughs> but it just shoots shit you know what i mean, I mean yeah it's, it's the same thing you know yeah. 
Who was it that was tool. burying their knives? Was it James that was telling <laughs> yeah, us James. that? He's like, you don't even know how many knives I've buried <coughs> in planter boxes in front of airports. Yeah. Come back and pick it up. Because you can't get it back when they take it. No, you can't. It, it, they used to have all you, you mail it to you, but it took three weeks. And I don't know how mm. in the hell. Like, if we can get our shit to our customers in two or three days, you can damn sure get my knife to me. And no, three weeks for me to get a knife I had to mail back to me from the airport. Um, in Portland. Yeah. Yeah, so one, uh, I should I should have just buried it in a in a in a plant. But. Go back out. Yeah, I've, I've heard of that before. I've never. We don't fly. I mean, I I don't fly enough really to worry about it. I just and I have every time I fly, it's typically my wife is going with me, and she's like, she's got everything lined out. You know, don't check your pockets. Do this. Do that. Wear your travel slip, agent. Wear your slip on shoes and your slip off shoes, so they're easy to take off. And yeah. She keeps me kind of lined out when we travel. But anyways, back to the border crossing. If, and I don't know how this is going to plan out. Like, I'm going to wait to get the shot to the last. I don't see. Like, when do you get you don't the shot? Get it early. I'm like, because I don't want to get. I've heard that this after the second one you get sick. You know what I mean? So I was like, ah. You do. I did. Did you? Grandma did. Yeah, everybody did, says uh, that second one you get sick. So you have to have a shot to get into Canada. Yeah, yeah, you got to have a shot. So, so they are going to give you a card that says you've been vaccinated. Apparently. Yeah. I guess I got one somewhere, but I had COVID also. Yeah. I had COVID, and then my doctor still told me to go ahead and get the shot. And I didn't really care about listening to him, but my wife told me too. So, <laughs> so I did it. She'd make, yeah. she'd make it a little rough for you, huh? And it's not that she just says, you you know, she just get her face all tore up. Yeah. Be grumpy with me for until I get it. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm like, if I'm not going hunting, I, I'm not worried about the shot. You know, I'm in that, I don't know. It, it, it kind of concerns me how aggressive people are about, about that, forcing it. You know, that's the part I don't forcing like. Forcing you to get it? Yeah, they're just really aggressive about it. And it's like, man, like if you had the COVID deal, you, you, I mean, you, you're pretty much, your antibodies should be pretty much covering you. You know what I mean? Like the shot, I don't think does that's much. What, that's what I thought. Good. We got sick. You just got the shop sick damn near. And uh, <laughs> not with COVID. Not with To I, all of our customers <laughs> listening, we didn't ship COVID across the nation. <laughs> no, we did not. Uh, she, it, got, it was, she went uh, to. Minneapolis would be back home and come back and then I got sick and I'm like yeah I got the I still got a little bit but um nose you know what I mean the runny nose and shit like that and and a little bit of headaches and laying there in my bed and my, my wife's like oh that's all the COVID Delta variant you know whatever signs <laughs> and I'm like what do you mean because I haven't been watching the news I, I've really just kind of ignored this shit you know what I mean? like and uh, I'm getting ready to take the kids and all that to you know the theme park and you know going to montana and go and visit family and and uh, i'm like well shit you know if i if i do get that covid maybe i shouldn't just string that all across and bring it into the shop and and so i i uh i didn't go to the doctor because i didn't want to be on record but i was like sneak it put the mask on i wore the mask went into the, the walmart or whatever and you know brought some cash and bought my covid test you know so I wouldn't be on camera. They don't know who it was and secretly took my COVID test to see if I, cause I didn't want to be 
reported, but there's not a red light and bells and whistles. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the cops buddy. pull in there, like get him and stab him in the arm, <laughs> hold him down while we give him the shots. No, and I took the I took the one of them them quick tests and totally negative. It wasn't COVID. It was just regular. Go figure. The, the that went through the shop though. Every I think about everybody got it. Yeah, we had a lot of people out um, going rolling through except jason he's by himself isolated yeah this working remote thing doesn't pan out i have a real hard time i can't call in sick like 99 percent of the excuses you don't got the immune system jason's like in a little bubble he don't it's a like 12 by 15 room that's all it is (laughs) just me but i can't call in late to work because traffic was bad i can't call in sick it comes with its negatives too but the perks are pretty good (laughs) i didn't catch the rona so that's a good thing. What? When did you catch that Rona? Then Brett, what did it knock you on your ass or? No, I didn't even know. I, well, I was I, I was real tired for like three days. Yeah. Didn't really feel like doing anything. Had a had a headache, and uh, I lost my sense of smell. And that's the only reason I thought that I had it. Yeah. And uh, I told my wife. I said, "Man, I said I can't. I got this chapstick that has a scent to it." I don't know if I want to ask I, you about your chapstick, Brett. I, right I gotta expl- got tell a story. I love the it's way like pina colada. No. I mean, now, now I want to know what chapstick you, you be wearing. I love the way vanilla smells. Okay. I just, it's just like I just love it. And so I had that chapstick, and I said, "Man, I can't smell that. That's terrible." And I looked at it, and it was the vanilla kind. I smelt it. <laughs> the vanilla life. smells said, like shit. It don't smell like I vanilla said, I anymore. Can't smell this. So I went. I went and got some of that hand sanitizer, and you know how strong that is. Yeah. And I could smell it, but just a little bit. You know, it's more like a vapor right. smell or whatever. And and so I said, I think I got that damn corona. And uh, so I, you know, I didn't really do anything for three days, and I got to feeling good. Then I had my regular checkup with my doctor. And, uh, of course, they ask you, you know, how you've been feeling and everything. And I said, well, I, I, I told him that same story. And he said, we're going to test you. He said, I think you had it. And sure enough, they tested me, and I came back that I had the antibodies. Oh, really? And, but he still told me to go. He said, "You still need to go ahead and get the shot." And I said, "Ah, you know, I don't really care about getting the shot, whatever." And then my wife, she she got the shot, and then that's when the pressure started. She never got again. that though. She, did you know of? You know, I she was kind of sick for one day, but uh, nothing bad. You know, another. Where do you think you got it? it. My nephew brought it to us, I think. Oh, my yeah. nephew came in from Albuquerque. My niece was moving, and we went and helped her move, and I think he spread it around. But from what I understand about it is that you can get a heavy load of it or you can get a light load of it. And you, if you get a light load, you don't get as sick. And I think my wife got a real light load of it because her and I are very close together either. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. and women don't get the man flu. I think that's part of it, too. <laughs> But yeah, I didn't even, you know, it wasn't that bad of a deal, you know, yeah. but we're real. And my parents got the shot and, you know, my, my mom's 86 and my mom's 87 and uh, we were really concerned. We wouldn't even, when it first came out, we wouldn't even go around them. You know, we didn't sure. want to do yeah. anything and they, they went ahead and got the shots. And neither one of them got, I got, when I got my second shot, I mean, I got sick and, uh, and See, I, that's the part I'm not, I'm, I'm not looking forward to. Like, I'm like, why in the hell would I want to take a shot to get sick? Except in my mind, I got to be like, so I can go hunt. You know what I mean? Like, like oh, I can yeah. go across the border and go yeah. hunt. Like, oh, I don't know. I yeah, want to go. I, 
I was sicker with the second shot than I was when I had the the corona. That's what I've heard. Yeah. So I don't know. So everybody tells me I got to take a day off when I get that second shot. I'm going to have to just take the next day off and just have the man flu in bed for a little while. Just one day? Yeah, just one day I felt pretty bad, I think. God damn it. I I don't want to do that, man. Just get it over with. I'm going to sneak across the board. Get your permission so you can travel. Yeah. Can I please? I'm going to be like... Next time we go across the border, I'm like, any guns? I got a bunch of freaking guns. Yeah, I got I got guns all over the place up. in here. We'll see how that works. <laughs> That's oh. what it's going to come to. You're going to have to have a that little, they're going to put that little chip in your hand. And then before you go into a grocery store, or go see a movie or anything, they're going to. Yeah, I'm kind of like already preparing myself mentally so that like when that nurse is going to stick me, I mean, like I'm going to be like, I'm going to put the persona on 100% how those, uh, Whatever you call them, the microchip, you know what I mean? The conspiracy, the you know, tinfoil right. hat and stuff. I'm going to be like, I want the, the chip. I don't know if I should put in the left chip when they meet me or the right chip. Which one is better? And can I get you know two why? so that if I lose the one chip, you know, I'm just going to like straight. I'm going to try and do the straight face. Yeah. I'm going to try and do it's like It's probably the, about like those border patrol agents at this point. <laughs> exactly. If I, if I can just really like zen myself into that mode. And just go in there like a total freak and just see if I can. I bet you that. Don't I bet you that. Character. That nurse is going to be like, I had the weirdest guy ever. <laughs> You're going to end up with a microchip in your butt cheek or something. Like, can I get the same ones that match my dogs so that my dogs, you know, we're all we in the, all same the same numbers? numbers. the same reader. Like, yeah, I want, I want, <laughs> you know, consecutive numbers. That's a big deal, though. I mean, it, that they're opening it because when we started this hunt giveaway, I mean, that was the big thing. If the border's not open, how are you going to get across to go? Because yeah. we're giving away we're you know, your across. choice of a lynx or a bear hunt. Yeah. Yeah. And if they, yeah, like I said, the lynx Can hunt. Can you say who the hunt's with? Yeah. Stuart, uh, Stuart Frazier, Itch Mountain Outfitters. Oh, okay. Cool. He's the, um, the outfitter that I've gone up with a couple times. That's the hard part is, you know, he's, you know, he's, uh, He's a customer. We got a lot of customers up there that are links, you know, guides and outfitters and stuff like that. And so, um, I mean, I don't want to, we'd be happy to do that with other people too. I just, that that's who I normally talk to and who's asking me, are you coming up to, to hunt with me this year or whatever? And so I normally go up there and, and uh, take my dogs and do that. And so he's been wanting to, um, kind of break into the the hounds and get people that want to bring their own dogs up and stuff like that. So, how how hard is it to take your your own hounds across the border? It's not bad. You just got to go get a vet. I don't know if it's a vet check or make sure they got the health certificates. Yeah. Um, make Basically sure they got the, the rabies. And how about how about permits while you're over there to hunt? I mean, if, is it something that you have to get permitted, or can you just hunt with a with a licensed guide or whatever? You have to have a. Um, you have to have an outfitter or guide with you. So, so you yeah. can't, you know, that's the, that's the hard part about, you know, like you look at it and go, okay, for a lynx hunt, it's four grand or at least 3,600 or whatever he is, 40, between 3,600 and 4,500. And, uh, you know, I was like, man, why for a hound guy, it's like, why is it so damn expensive, you know, to, to do that? Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, buddy, here's the deal. Like every hunter I got, 
they don't give a damn if you bring your own dogs or not. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if you bring your own dogs, you know, that's a day that they got to leave their dogs at home. And they so I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, so they're like, you know what I mean? It's like, you're not, Hey, you want to come work for me, Brett? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll pay you to guide. And, uh, but you gotta leave your dogs at home. I mean, you're going to be like, really? I like, I kind of want to hunt with right. my dogs. I'm surprised they say they don't say you know we'll give thirty five hundred dollars for us to guide you and it's going to be another three thousand dollars if you want to bring your own dog eight grand to bring your own pack (laughs) exactly that's how it would work in my one is like hey man this yeah and so that's kind of you know what a lot of guys don't understand is is you know he makes all his guides he says okay you got to take one trip without your dogs and so he makes all his guides kind of split up um, different trips so that he can book guys that want to bring their dogs. And it's kind of like that's drawing the short stick. Like, oh, man, I got the. Right. You're riding pine today. Yeah. (laughs) It's a bye week. Get to drive around and watch these other coals do something. I was invited to go up there. That's why, you know, why I was kind of asking. Yeah. And there was a man up there. They they said I should go up there and interview. And I said, man, that's a long ways for me. But. Yeah, you should do it. Interesting. They said, bring your own dogs and you can hunt. You know, you can hunt with us and, and everything. And. Yeah. That, What's like I said, funny is like all the guys we talk to from up there, though, their style of dogs and everything seems to line up more with what you guys are running on that dry ground, you know, southwest. Really? Over anything. Yeah, because they all, like all the attributes. I remember, who were we talking with on that podcast right now? I can't remember. Frazier. Was it Frazier? Brett Frazier, not Stuart. Brett Frazier. That's what I thought. And, you know, it's just like that cold nose. You know, and they're looking at these attributes that it seems to really line up with that Southwest lion mm-hmm. hunter stuff. It's interesting. So it'd be cool to hear how your dogs do going up there versus at home. Ah, they probably won't do any worse than they do here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go up for lynx bread or? You... I'd love to. Yeah, that'd be fun. I, I, I mean, I'd like to. Will you buy a t-shirt see what the, and then. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> W hunt supply. You buy a T-shirt, you win that deal, and then you can go up with me. We we'd be we would be accused of cheating if I won that. Yeah, probably. yeah you're probably right. But that wouldn't be that wouldn't. Be. I, and I've got a deal going on. Matter of fact, I bought one of the books from you guys. Uh, I've I figured since I've got you know I probably got thirty five or forty guys who contribute to my channel either through memberships through Patreon. And then some guys do PayPal. And uh, so I, I've i got the Brave book that you guys gave me. Mm-hmm. And I bought uh, the Van, uh, Ed Vance book and the Van Johnson yep. book. And then I got Meet Mr. Grizzly too. And then uh, a guy sent me David, how do you pronounce his last name? Pigtail? Pigtail? Pigtail. Pigtail. Yeah, uh, uh, Mike Martell sent me one of David's books. Oh, and, nice. Uh, and at the end of August... All the people who are who contributed, I'm gonna. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna raffle off those books. We so had a couple of those books stowed away. You let the secret out, buddy. Yep. I know the box. Out. I saw it, and it said David Pegtail. Yeah. I'm like, how many are up in that box? I never looked. We should do something with one of those box. Those books. We should do a giveaway. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I'd probably do it on video. Just but everybody's name in a hat and just video maybe on a live and pull it out yeah and give the person first person choice of two books and then and then draw two there you go more times and and uh 
Those are some good books too. Yeah, that's that's the books that I like to read. You know, I, that I enjoyed reading the most. So, Meet Mister Grizzly, I think, was a little underrated. Like it, it was a a really good book. It wasn't what I I was just kind of expecting, I guess. Yeah, it, it that guy was something else. I got, I got a bunch of newspaper articles and everything on him. You know, he went broke. He went bankrupt mm-hmm. at the end of his life. But. Yeah, these books have been cool to have. You know, and and you always seem to get people calling and looking for them. I just I loaned out my copy of the Bobcat Dog not long ago to somebody because you can't you find them. You ain't getting it back. No, I already got it back. Oh yeah. No, it was there, Let's read, see. and in the mail. That's two how the story later. starts. Is I loan that out, and then you never get it back. <laughs> I, I loaned out uh, uh, Jonathan Kibler's Lion Tales book, and uh, that thing's worth a lot of money now. Is it really? And I just, you know, it's just the way I am. Some guy uh, uh, sent me a message and asked me if I had it and if he could borrow it. I didn't know him from Adam. And uh, I got his address and I sent it to him. And he, my wife just sent him a, a letter asking him to send it back. It's been like over a year ago. Yeah. But maybe That's he's like a slow reader. <laughs> Lion Tales, it's L-Y-O-N, right? No. Or is no, this a Lion different one? Yeah. This is uh, he's he wrote another one that's more about coon hunting and more about his story, you know who he was. But the other one was about lion lion hunting and you know, and he's kind of a a little bit in certain areas he's kind of a controversial figure. But I enjoyed mm-hmm. his book. I thought it was I thought it was pretty factual. It was nice. At least now there's some brave books out there because everybody wanted to borrow that one. I'm like, nope, that's not yeah. happening. I'm not loaning that one out. No, and now I got two no. signed copies. That one of them's legit because it came straight from the family. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. the other one was signed by grandma, right, buddy? Wasn't that the story? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got, you got one One was fake signed. Um, that's funny. Yeah. We yeah. And then I still got yeah. all those others, other, you know, Charlie Settles. And, and So we want the trilogy is what needs to happen about. Your Charlie Settles, I mean... Yeah, I want to do it the way... Uh, you know, I, I listen to Clay Newcomb and the way he does his podcast. I don't know if the I have new one? skills. This to, new podcast? Yeah, that Bear Grease yeah. podcast. He's a, that's a way and, different format. I like the documentary style. Yeah. yeah. that The way he does that. And I think that might be the, 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 the trilogy of those three guys. I don't know if I've got the skills to do it, but I'd like to try to do yeah. it like that because it because there's a lot of story in there there's a lot sure. of story that goes into what those guys did and the things that happened and uh i, I just gotta i you know kind of put my put my mind to it you gotta, you gotta get your your clay newcomb groove down he has done really good with that Hi, my name is clay newcomb my name is clay newcomb <laughs> you're listening to the bear grease podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it totally changed feel. Like in a good, it's really, I like it. I enjoy listening yeah. to it. It's yeah, definitely too. set up for. It, it's different. I think it hits people different. Just yeah. like you know, Meat Eater hits people different. The show, it's like, okay, this is all done for a group of people that expands beyond our normal reach. You know, it's it's this yeah. big bigger picture. I like Clay's better than I do Ranella's. Yeah. yeah, just don't let him do that. <laughs> you know, I I uh, 
for the most part, yeah, absolutely. He does a really good job. It's like it's it's almost like it's being groomed for a TV show almost. You know for what I mean? Sure. Like it's really something mm-hmm. that you don't need the TV because you know Clay carries that storyline really good. Um, and we we actually got a little. Uh, Jason calls a nine month baby from Clay. <laughs> when he was out here, we we did a podcast with him that we got to figure out how to release because we held on to it for some reasons or whatever, and we're actually gonna. Um, do a short one with clay to get that that last podcast it's it, but i basically i let clay um run a podcast when he was up here with us and i'm like hey i got this guy mm-hmm. um but but you can use it for for bear hunting magazine podcast but now that he's not on the bear hunting magazine it's like that that podcast the, is so different and so anyways long story short um we, we're going to have a little play yeah. Newcomb here, but um, it, he has really, I, I, and he also was on uh, Joe Rogan podcast. That's what I was going to say. Have you heard that one yet, Brett? Yeah, I listen to Joe Rogan. Of course, I enjoy, I enjoy listening to Joe Rogan. I was kind of a. Were you shocked to hear that he was going to be on there well, and like wonder what it was going to be like? Because I did. I, I was shocked because they're so different. Yeah. Right. I mean, oh, yeah. here's Joe dropping the F-bomb every <laughs> Every third word. I was worried about it. I was like, man, it's I don't know Clay Smoking is... weed and elk steaks. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'd like to have seen him offer Clay a joint and a, and a, and a and an elk thing steak, of whiskey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was super good, though. That was a really good episode, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I listened to Joe Rogan. I mean, that's, you know, that guy, he has such a good, he, I mean. He's entertaining. The the people he talks to and he asks such good questions and, 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 and he's so knowledgeable about everything himself. You know, he calls himself a big dummy. He says, I'm just a big dummy, but he's, but he's got a really good memory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, you know, of course I don't, you know, I don't watch TV hardly. I, I just, I listen to podcasts when I'm out and about and I've been doing so much driving. So I get to listen to a lot of them. Right. Well, it's cool to hear some backstory, you know, like how, Joe met Steve Rinella and his introduction to hunting. And then, you know, I thought at first I was like you, Brad, I'm wondering like, what are we going to talk about here? <laughs> you know, like this is going to be really, I didn't think it was going to be awkward, but it was definitely two different types of people coming together. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I was totally blown away. That was really good. See, I only, I've only listened to two Joe Rogan podcasts. One was, uh, I think it was David Copperfield. It was a magician. The magician? Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was damn good. I was just up in the woods and I was like, oh, let me. And I, I'd heard you mention Joe Rogan a couple times, I think, Jason. You're like, oh, Joe Rogan. I'm like, oh, who the hell this Joe Rogan guy is? Oh, yeah. And so, so I was like, yeah, I was looking for podcasts because I ran out. This is before we had our podcast going. And uh, I found him. And then about shortly after that, he, he left I Apple. You know, he, he was not on the Apple. I, you know, all his shit got. I don't know what happened. There was some kind of maybe drama or something, and Joe Rogan's like, "I'm One taking." Of these. Yeah, exactly. There's a couple <laughs> middle fingers and f bombs, and uh, yeah. Spotify paid him. I mean, yeah, millions of dollars to go over there. But I mean, yeah. that was like the right around that time where I'd just been like, "Oh, this Joe Rogan's kind of cool," and all of a sudden it was gone off of Apple, and I I wasn't I wasn't um, connected enough to follow him to Spotify. And I kind of thought Spotify was paid for. So I was like, yeah, whatever. So I just never listened to another one until Clay's. And I was like, well, shit, I'm going to, you know, Clay's 
you know, a good guy. I want to listen to Clay's. And uh, so I, I found out how to get Spotify on my phone and do all that stuff to listen to Clay's. Um, I, I mean, I don't listen to his, when he talks to the comedians, I usually don't listen to those or he talks, he does those MMA uh, deals, you know, where he's talking to those fighters or about the, the UFC or whatever it is. I'm not really interested in that, but. He's a good conversationalist, though. Yeah, and yeah he's so just honest. I mean, he's just yeah, yeah, honest, and, it, right and that's he is who he is. And yeah, yeah. it's yeah. funny to think, but he didn't even you didn't even listen to podcasts. I I, I listened to uh, honestly, yeah, like Houndsman XP. I listened to a couple in the you know in the beginning. I I try and listen to some, and I that's when I really started listening to podcasts. Was was then. Um, when right. we started with the Houndsman XP, uh, and then of course it wasn't enough whenever you're hunting or whatever. So I was like, oh, and I was listening to Clay Newcomb's bear hunting magazine one. And I actually, that was, that was the one where I reached out when we started sponsoring him. I come out and I was like, damn Clay, you know, you're, you found your passion. You know what I mean? Like he, cause we, yeah, there's a trick there. yeah he, mm-hmm. he has that. What he's doing with podcasts is what <laughs> he's really good at it. I mean, you just tell he's a natural at it. And uh, it was a couple of years ago, and I'm like, dude, you're going somewhere. You're like, let us know we can sponsor you or whatever. And and so I started listening to his podcast, and then, of course, Meat Eater. And, you know, now I, I think I got Kafaru, whatever, Kafaru cast, or whatever. I listen to that Aaron Snyder. He, he's, uh, I have zero interest in traditional bow hunting, but I like listening, you know, him talk about you know, on the mountain and stuff I like did, that. Have you listened to, to uh, uh, the Grady podcast with Brian Call? I haven't. I I listened to him. He, he matter of fact, he he subscribes to my to my YouTube channel. Oh yeah, and he even talked about it on one of his one of oh, his nice podcasts. Yeah, you hit the he big called, time. He called me an older gentleman. <laughs> older gentleman. <laughs> Who are you calling a gentleman? <laughs> he said I watched this older gentleman born one hundred years too late. I watched his. He said I binge watched his videos. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I thought, and I and I commented. I said, "Well, yeah, this is the older gentleman here." What's that? I remember the first time I even brought well, up hold a podcast. Hold on, hold on. What what pod what podcast is that? It's called the Gritty Bowman, and it's a good one. Yeah, he. I mean, he does a lot with bear hunting. Not him and uh, Lampers, Lampers. I can't remember his his first name, but they and they make some real uh, cinematic films, hunting films right. for his YouTube channel. It's, it's really high quality. And uh, I'll have and to Brian's, listen to that you know, one too. They do. Matter of fact, uh, well, I don't know. Clay should interview him, or he should interview Clay. Something like that. They'd be good because because he goes and kills a couple bears every year, you know. And they go in, yeah. you know. They have a real neat video of them having to go across the river and these rafts, and it's it's pretty cool. You know, it's good stuff. I've seen some of his videos. I didn't. I've well, never now we promoted every other podcast on the. On the <laughs> <laughs> we've taken all our all our subscribers and we're like, hey, if you get tired of this piece of shit, you can go Say, listen. We to don't these have good enough ones. time to listen to you guys anymore. We're listening to Joe Rogan and the Gritty Bowman, yeah. and <laughs> Clay Newcomb. We sent them all on no the A listers, and we're just a couple like we're on the 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 Q or I don't know what what level where our podcast is, but we're just giving uh, free advertisements today. I'd like to thank yeah. Bang. Energy drinks for keeping me going. Now <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you how much influence Joe Rogan has. I uh, What's that? I came in the house. I made a video a long time ago, and it's a crappy video. I mean, I had terrible video equipment. Audio is awful. And I came in the house one night, and I, and and I got a notification on my phone that 
I had a video that was getting a lot of views. And I got, a, got on there. I mean, this video was up. It had like 6,000, 7,000 views in like, like three hours. Whoa. I mean, it was just really rolling. And I thought, what in the world's going on? So I started trying to investigate. And finally, what it ended up happening was Joe Rogan was talking about javelinas. And they had, he was talking to someone about javelinas and how mean they were. And I had that video up that said, javelina attack. And what it was is I had a javelina that I ended up having to kill because he was, he just was attacking my dogs. I mean, he would not leave us alone. And right. I drive, or I fired at him a few times just to try to run him off. And, and I have some video of it, you know, what, just kind of the story of me, of that going on. And, uh, Shoot, even right now, that video's got like a hundred thousand views on it. Wow! And and just from just from Joe Rogan mentioning it, and that's that's. Did he mention it. your video specifically, or just the topic? No, just the topic. And what happened was is uh, that video ranked it ranked in in search, so yeah. people were listening to that, and so they would search Havelina because I imagine a, a a big part of the population doesn't even know what a Havelina is for sure. And so they'd search it, and then my video. A third of up. this podcast that doesn't exactly understand what a javelina is either. Just, just <laughs> javelina so you know. is a big, stinky rat, is what they are. They have terrible eyesight, and they hate dogs. I got. And they're nothing got, to do with like a hog. They look like it, but they're not. Well, they're split hoofed. I mean, they've got a split hoof like a hog. What's the other one down there that's real bad? The Cuda Monday. Yeah, I got a video about Cuda Mondays, too. I treat a couple of those. I mean, I showed my kids one this weekend. We went to a, a wildlife images and saw one. And I told them, I said, oh, yeah, Brett's caught a couple of those. Because like they know a, who you are. You know, I talk about you guys all the time. They're, they're like a cross between a raccoon and a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> they remind me of. And they can be hard on dogs, too. Havelina can be terrible because they, they fight like those guys I had to fight when I was a little kid being raised in Corrales, you know, you don't just fight one of them. You fight like three All or four of them. them. And that's the way those javelina are, man. They'll, they're nasty. I mean, they're, I just, a lot of guys like to hunt them. A lot of guys like to eat them. I don't, mm. I mean, I just don't, I don't care for them. I've heard them a couple of times, but I just, I've never fully understood. I was, I, for the longest time, I mean, I know now that they're not a hog, but I always just thought they were just like a, a hog or a pig or something like I that. Too. But apparently they're different. So you just lucked out. You had a video that hit the criteria, and he mentioned it, and you pulled all those views. And it just, just, and it's a terrible quality video. And I ramble. I mean, in the video, instead of it just being about Havelina, I show game pictures that I've taken, and it, you know, was that this CBD? How many many comments? Did you get a bunch of comments and stuff from people that were like, "What the hell is this?" A lot of them complaining because I. (laughs) Because I, I killed that, and then I go over there with my boot, and I open his mouth with my boot and show his teeth, you know, because yeah. they got some big old nasty chompers on them, and I, you know, I never even thought about. It. I ran into the game warden, you know, they're a protected species, and I ran into the game warden coming out, uh, and and I asked him, I said, uh, I said, if an animal's attacking you and you can't keep him from attacking, is it illegal to shoot one? He said, no, you can kill anything that's attacking you. I said, well, there's a javelina back there about eight miles up on the side of that mountain. He said, you just let him lay, didn't you? I said, oh, yeah, I did. You know, I didn't pack him out. I don't care anything about eating one of those nasty things. Right. They stink. I, you know, I've had bad, I've had, and they, their teeth, you know, are, are 
got that bacteria on them, and if they whack your dog, you know, it's pretty hard to get get that uh, infection away. This is a puncture wound. I mean, they got sharp yeah. teeth. Sharp, sharp teeth. <clears throat> and and they're, I mean, they can, especially with dogs. I got, I if I'd ever get back to editing videos, I got two videos where I called them right into my dogs here just this last year. And uh, just by squealing, you know, making it, and I do it with my mouth like a predator call. And you can call them and they'll come just running to you. Why? And really? they might be. Yeah. Why, they might why, so what was the purpose be. of you squealing them? I just to see I if I could. I want to hear it. Oh, okay. I just want to hear it now. <laughs> just to see if I could. I, and they'll come running. I mean, and just, and my dogs, I, you know, my dogs, <laughs> Your dogs are like, really, God really, damn it, Brett, shut up. They're coming yeah. closer. <laughs> they've been shocked hard for messing with them because they love to chase them, you know, <laughs> if they get a chance. And, and they've been shocked pretty hard for chasing them because they're kind of hard to break your dogs off of. And I start squealing those javelina and those dogs just all gather right around me. They're <laughs> like, why in the world are you doing Quit this? They're calling them in, but we... Oh, that's Not funny. today. That's uh -oh. funny. All right, man. Does that cover everything, I think? Jason, you got I just anymore? wanted to make sure people knew Brett was still alive because I get a bunch I'm of phone calls alive. wondering where he's at. And I'm, <laughs> I still got... I got guys lined up to go to go uh, talk to, to go interview. I've got some left that I still need to share. I, uh, you know, I'm still here. I'm just trying to, I, like I said, I got a plan. I got a plan. I, yeah. I haven't I, run him off, to... just so everybody's clear. No, I, I, had, I am still an off. asshole, little... but I did not run bread off yet, okay? I hear, I hear <laughs> everybody else on there, and I get my feelings hurt a little bit every now and then, but... No, you don't, because you call me if you get your feelings hurt. I know if you got your feelings hurt. <laughs> That's if I get mad. If I get mad, I let everybody around me know. <laughs> everybody knows. So it should be. I'm not bashful about it, but I get over it quickly, too. Oh, well, if you don't so. find your alpha, let me know. <laughs> I will. I gotta, I, I'm got i going to get on there, because maybe that battery lasts for a couple days. If it Probably if not. It, Probably not. I don't think so. Well, we'll sell you two of them. That way you can have a spare. Well. We'll link them together for you. Oh, no, I need. I was gonna draw. I was gonna see about buying a drive track from you because I was using the iPad, but it doesn't. It, it, that thing's too quirky. I mean, it's yeah. it, it's hard to through they, the app. Is that what you were doing? And they, uh, yeah, through that Garmin Express or Garmin No Explore. Explore. Yeah, and, and I think because my phone updates all the time. Yeah. Or my iPad updates all the time. I don't. It's not communicating with it right now, and I think a dedicated one that I can just put in my buggy would be a lot better mm -hmm. than the drive track. Because it, I mean, it's made to 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 talk to it, isn't it? Communicate mm -hmm. yeah. with it. So. Yep. Dedicated. Absolutely. Yeah. One of these days, I'll. Well, Jason. Find my alpha. We got everything covered. Anything you want to like talk shop about? You're good. We talked about the giveaway, right? We got you those got new baby. Leashes. You want to talk about your baby? Or? Oh yeah, we had a baby. My wife yeah. is now not pregnant, so that was that was cool. <laughs> Little Casey. So everybody's been giving us a bad time because we have Colin, Connor, and Casey. It's like it's like KKK, but with C's. <laughs> That's what. It's Don't <laughs> say that. That's horrible. <laughs> we had to confuse everybody because. Like, I've been called the wrong name my entire life. You know, grandma runs down the list of names. or So I figured, yeah, I got three boys. They're all going to have the same letter in their first name. So it worked out. But, yeah, he's uh, he's here. It's been about three weeks. Thank you. Everybody is either 
really excited or think that we're absolutely crazy. So I think we're a little of both, but it's going to be pretty awesome with three boys. If I can yeah. keep them from killing each other, we've pretty much got a soccer team between my kids and my brother's kids. So my grandpa would say, you've got a crew. You can start your own business and go to work. Yeah, right. That's it. You know, that's, back in the day, that's why they had lots of kids. I figured this out because my grandma was one of 14. Mm-hmm. Um, a, it was so that you made sure some of them made it, I guess, back in those old days. But yeah. the rest was really farm labor, if you're going to be real honest about it. Sure. so. Now that we've been through the cleaning dog kennels, you know, I covered that on an episode before about Colin wanting to clean dog kennels. We're now finally applying that. Like now he's helping me because he wants to go hunting. And I said, well, you got to learn all the rest of this and how to handle dogs. So now he's became my, my assistant kennel staff the last couple of weeks. I think I'm going to take him out on his first... First night out here a little bit just to go exercise dogs, but he'll feel like he's doing something, get him broke in. and yeah. yeah, it's just a lot of late nights. Like Enjoy I said, bang energy, it. bang energy drinks. Only reason I'm functioning at work anymore with this baby. And enjoy them while they're young. They grow up fast. It, real I fast. Got, I know. My, my oldest daughter's 40 years old. Wow. Can you imagine that? And my youngest one's 36. I know it's crazy to think because Colin, he's just, he's getting ready to turn six this year. And you forget how long ago it was because when you have a new baby, you forget they were even that small. And I delivered this one, you know, like I've delivered two of the three of our kids and you just, God, you forget how small and fragile and all that they are because by three years old, ours are banging off the walls and killing each other every day, basically. I can't leave that there. You delivered them. What do you mean you delivered them? Like, <laughs> was the one there delivering? You were delivering. The one there. Yeah. Yeah, for two of them. The first one, so we use a midwife, Rogue Birth Center here in Grants Pass. And uh, they have those, like, whelping boxes. I mean, like, he's telling me the story, man. I'm like, what? What do you mean? Like you deliver them? Like you, you're scaring like, me. I've had Jason. I've had puppies and shit before, but no, no, we're not having kids in my place. It, it's kind of like that. So we use a birthing center. I say we use it. Like I don't know if it's going to happen again or not. I think three might be enough. But um, it, it, we didn't want to go to the hospital. We went with a midwife, and you it's know the, the first fashioned way. Yeah, really. And then Colin, he kind of, he had some issues because he breached and our midwife said, hey, we can't do this. You got to go to the hospital, which is literally like right across the street. It was the only reason I was okay with this the first time. And when she said, hey, you got to go to the hospital. I mean, that completely solidified my trust. I mean, they're not going to just sacrifice my wife and my baby's safety to show that, you know, the quote unquote hippie way of doing things is (laughs) is better. But yeah, the. So we had him emergency C-section and it was a horrible experience. So Connor, she wanted to go back and have a natural birth after C-section and the hospital wouldn't do it without us basically claiming we were unfit parents. I mean, really like it's a, it's a crappy situation to go through and a lot of waivers. And in the end they say you can do it, but the, the chances of it going through aren't real good. So we went back to the midwife again and I delivered the second one like you would expect. I mean, 
Yeah. I don't Jay, know how else to say like, catching. Can you give me some towels? <laughs> Jason's over there barking orders like he knows what the hell's going on. Well, so my wife, during the second baby, she says, I need my mommy. And my wife and my mom, I mean, like, they, they, are, they have a good relationship. But they're not like, it's not like a lovey, like, mother-daughter coddling situation. <laughs> she says, I need my mom to tell me to pull my shit together. Of course, I tell her, well, I can do that for you because there's no time for your mom to get here. My wife has babies like right now. So we go through that whole procedure and I delivered Connor and then this one comes around and I'm like, well, why not? So, yeah, it's it's a little different perspective from the other side of the. uh, And your wife, your wife wanted you there. I mean, she's. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess she did. We we never really talked about it. I mean, I was always going to be there. It's like, Brett, you don't have a great communication. It's just like, yeah, you're going to be there, yeah. <laughs> Somebody so. probably understands this because it's funny how much you and Laura are, are like me and Danny as far as like super good relationships. But like we all just kind of know what the other one's doing a lot of times. And my wife and I, when it came to the delivery, yeah, I guess I didn't even ask. It just kind of happened like right then. They said, are you going to do this one? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I go down and do what you got to do. I mean, which is a, a, it's a place that not many guys have done or want to talk about for just reasons. Like, I'm not going to say it's a pretty thing, but it was kind of cool to be there. Be the first one to meet your kid. I I don't think my ex-wife even wanted me in the same state. (laughs) The best part was when the midwife, you know, it's the same one. She's been uh, battling some health issues, but she still came in for our birth. And the Danny was, she yelled at me for something. I don't know. She gets a free pass. Anytime you're in labor, you got a free pass. I don't really care. You can pick on me. And our midwife looks at me and she kind of smiles she looks back at my wife and she says, it's okay. We've been through this with you before. <laughs> my, 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 this is my ex-wife now. And this was with my first born and we were really young and it was a long time ago. But I remember to this day sitting there in that room and there was a picture on the wall and the nurse coming in and my wife was having pains and the nurse saying, okay. Just concentrate on that picture. Breathe in, breathe out. Mm-hmm. And she would breathe in, and she would breathe out, and everything would be good. The nurse would leave. She'd start to have a pain. I'd tell my wife, look at the just picture. look at the picture. <laughs> breathe. I'm trying, asshole. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> I, I open the door and say, nurse, I need you back in here. Please, can you come back in here? This is getting serious. <laughs> Man, yeah, that is, I will tell you this, anybody who has been part of a childbirth, that is savage, man. I mean, like, there's the cleaned up TV version of of whatever, but, like, just the whole process, it's savage. And my wife, like, she was back at work. This is no bullshit. We went in at 5 a.m. to have this baby. She called ahead to the midwife. We go in. We show up, and she's, like, ready. She's like, well, you want to have a baby? We showed up at five. We had a baby by seven. We were home by 1130 and she did payroll for two companies on the way home. Oh, wow. Like my wife does not She's take tough. time off. Like you know, she went right back to work, you know, kind of, you know, half load or whatever. But 
Yeah, she doesn't mess around. If we uh, had another one, I don't think we'd make it the seven minutes to the birthday. Jason center. wouldn't even show up. He'd be like, you got this shit. Yeah, you right? yourself, man. Just go outside the front of the hospital or whatever and honk your horn. Yeah. She'd come out and get in. Man, it was, home. yeah. <laughs> it's like everyone gets faster and faster. Yeah, you, so next time we won't even make Jason it. Jason just pulls up to the front door. Is like, okay, how long? 15 minutes? Okay, I'll just wait I'm here. i go get the- a burger. I'll be back. Okay good friend of ours had had uh, five kids and they were all c-section mm-hmm. doctor told her before the last one said we're just going to put a zipper back in there <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah mm. she gave me a bad time for the second one because i didn't realize i thought this baby thing takes a long time you know it's a big process you're in labor for 10 hours i'm a guy i don't know i don't really pay that much attention well we're going with the the first one with <laughs> her water broke or no i'm sorry the second one connor and uh She's like, I think my water broke. I'm like, well, how do you not know? Like, I'm a guy. I obviously am never going to know. But I'm like, did you or did you not? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to call my mom. Well, I'm going to go in and get some food then because I just ordered some Thai food. So we were going in. I'll never live that down. She's like, you left me in the car. I My water broke and you're getting Thai food. Well, yeah, you got to eat something. It's going to be a long night. <laughs> I need my strength. That's what we always joke around. There's something. That second one, man. He, uh, mm. He'll he have some stories when he gets older about dad getting Thai food and almost missing his childbirth. Because when we showed up, like, baby within 10 minutes. Yeah. Right now. Thanks to the Thai food. So. Yeah. That was the magic mm. ticket. But, yeah, that's, that's what's going on in my world. It was crazy, crazy couple weeks and... Took about a week off just to get things settled down at home, and now we're right back at it. You back at work? Back at work. Well, you're gonna have to do some heavy editing on this one, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I just looked at the clock. It's almost. It's been almost two hours. Yeah, yeah one forty-five. We're, we're good. We'll just cut Jason. If they out listen of it. this long, they want to hear it anyway. Yeah, yeah. All right, Brett. Well, we look forward to. To, Go to, to my YouTube channel. I'll have some more content out before too long. Born 100 years too late. Brett is still around. Maybe I should change that name. No. I don't know. You like You're going to be like born 125 years too late pretty soon. You know, if we have time, I need to explain that a little bit too. Because a lot of people give me a hard time. Well, you was born 100 years ago. You'd be dead now. Or, you know, they say something like that. But well, I just, like, what's going to happen, Brett, in like... 50 years well yeah that legacy cannot what? live on they're gonna be like oh born in 100 years well that would have been 2000 you know like, you're you born just... in 2000 who wants to be born well, yeah <laughs> what happened how i came up with that what happened was as i was reading somewhere probably on the internet somewhere and there was guys that were complaining you know oh you know 100 years ago we could have done this or you know we were yeah. just born 100 years too late and they but they're sitting on their butts and not doing anything. Well, you can't do anything about it. And I thought to myself, 100 years from now, people are going to be saying, we were born 100 years too late. For sure. So you got to get out and do what you can now. And and, and if you want to do like I do, ride around on a mule and, and, and do it the old-fashioned way, you can do it. Right. I mean, get out there and do it. And, and it kind of kind of irritated me that you can't do anything about when you were born but you can go do something about what what's going on right now for sure and 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 take advantage of what we can do now yeah there i'll get off my soapbox now born 125 (laughs) years too late brett 
Yeah, it's got a better. Yeah, it's got more staying power, like the nineteen hundred. Change it every. So what years wasn't that long ago? Nineteen twenty-five, right? Nineteen twenty. Well, twenty-one. Twenty-one. Well, I was so the way I figured it, I was born in sixty-one, nineteen sixty-one. So if I was born a hundred years too late, it would have been eighteen sixty-one. Okay. Yeah, you got you got the century. Damn it! Fit right in. Yeah, so it's mule skinning. Okay, Brent. Yeah, Yeah, that's like showing off your math skills. I didn't even think like that. Like you're, that's why, that's why I can go back to the fact that you are, you're a deep man, Brett. You're a deep man. Like you're two steps for everything. Just like we're going to go back to the beginning. You got to lose your alpha. You got to find your alpha before you can find your dogs. You're a two step man. Like, I was just thinking of today's date and taking a hundred years off of it, but you're right. You were born 60 years ago. So it was actually 160 years ago. You had been born and. This go. is why See, you're the you're the man on the moon. I've put a lot of thought into this. <laughs> All right, so well, let's wrap this one up. We All right, guys, keep yapping and yapping you. and yapping, but I think I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Well, we're looking forward to your the bigger, and we're looking forward to your plan. You're gonna show us your plan. I'm gonna I'm gonna be driving around, and you guys are gonna have so much content, you're not gonna know what to do. Yeah, the <laughs> okay. next is gonna be titled "When a Plan Comes Together," and we're gonna have a, a audio walk through your camp trailer and mobile studio setup. I hope that's the plan. Get after it. Make those dollars. Try to. All right, guys. Thank you. Hey, talk to you next time. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs>